This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, we have Harrison Fisher, president of Presenters Podium, music from Nick C., the Google Tip of the Week, and more. That's all up next on EduTech Guys Radio. EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. Good afternoon to you. I'm David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in, turning us on, hanging out with us. Yeah, it's going to be a fun day. Uh, got a very great guest here. Going to talk yeah. about you know students, which we like to talk about, and telling their stories and helping them tell their stories. Exactly. That's and the that's, big one. We're right there. all about that. So yeah. I'm very very excited. It's been uh, it's been a really good week. It's been a good couple of weeks. We've been really busy. Yeah. And uh, been on Twitter a lot. I've been doing a lot of Twitter chat. Hey, You've check been... us out on the yeah. web, <laughs> www.edutechguys.com. You can always catch us on any social media out there. All you have to do is go to Google, um, drop in there, and put uh, Edutech Guys, and I promise you we'll come up. We've done a lot of work there. No, we haven't. We just get really lucky. We're the only Edutech Guys out there. So that's how that kind of plays out. Um, what's really great is uh, we've... Uh, Got some great stuff on iTunes and Google Play. A lot of conference coverage there. If you've ever missed Fetzy or you've missed uh, any conference out there, TAC, probably check our stuff out. We've probably got some great interviews from folks there. That's what we like to do is let educators tell their story and tell us what's going down. So um, what's really cool is we have been doing a lot of Ed Chats lately on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Ed Tech After Dark, uh, Tosa Chat, uh, Minnesota, Iowa, Ohio. <laughs> a lot of, uh, what's really cool about that is, is that um, there's a lot of great stuff out there and people are starting to realize that, you know, it's the tech's real important. It is, but it doesn't have to be a lot of tech. It's just um, telling kids stories. It's letting kids tell their stories because through their stories, that's how they actually get uh, you know, really comfortable of sharing and finding out a bit about each other. Just the other night, on one of the chats, I don't remember which one it was. It was about in the current political, you know, atmosphere. What are we looking at? And, you know, what, what's it going to be like for kids? And the kicker is here is we're right back to just show up, you know, yeah. show up, listen, tell your story, 
and respect. I mean, it's pretty much the four things. If we can do that as a country, oh, I guess that's always been the thing. I <laughs> saw that carved on a tree in the you know sequoia. Yeah, you you carved it. Uh, <laughs> Boy, the Audubon Society, Mr. Mayor and Mayor and those guys would kill me. I, I probably did carve it. You know, I am a hoodlum like that. Wouldn't that be like the Arbor Foundation or something? Well, see, that, that whole area is odd. James. Uh, we'll get into that okay, later. Anyway, cool. <laughs> we'll do. A, we'll do a, a mystery I, I, Skype. I like how this says banter. It does say because that's really all it is is banter. <laughs> but no, um, hey, if you would like us to uh, discuss something on the show, or you just like to get in touch with us, check us out on the web at Twitter with hashtag ETG chat. That's a great way to catch us or just catch us on Twitter. Yeah. Um, that seems to be our, our social platform of choice lately. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram and all that other good stuff. We're out there. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially um, uh, for this particular show, that's going to be the best way to reach out to us. Um, our uh, chat feed for the actual show on Mixler isn't quite, working correctly i don't think so um yeah just reach out to us on twitter and we'll be happy to uh answer questions or uh, address concerns or just hang out or whatever yeah we want to give a big shout out to uh gopro and cross braining yes uh we were trying out one of their new gopros they sent to us uh really cool stuff if you want to know about cross uh braining hit them at crossbraining.com or head check them out on twitter uh their motto learn capture and share they're doing some really cool stuff there, uh, letting kids uh, do their work, video it using GoPros, and then they edit it down into summary videos and then share it with parents and students and all that kind of stuff. Really neat stuff. So uh, thanks for the GoPro. We'll try it out. And uh, got some of your literature here on the, on the table. So we'll throw it out there. <laughs> hey, I'm going to let you introduce our guest today. Right. Actually, I'm going to let our guest introduce himself. Um, and uh, we are very, very uh, happy to have Harrison Fisher uh, on board. And so uh, if you would, which I just said who you were, so I don't know how much introduction of yourself that's going to take. But anyway, um, yeah, but uh, no, just uh, let us know uh, uh, who you are and, and what you do and what you guys are doing at Presenters Podium. Hey, guys. Um, so I'm sure you guys can hear me okay, yeah? Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Presenters Podium has been around for a few years now, and our our vision is to help students really improve their verbal communication skills, but uh, they're also doing that by talking about course material. So um, to be able to explain something is a lot different than just being able to memorize it well enough to you know, regurgitate it onto a test or an exam or an assignment or something like that. So we're really helping them learn. And uh, also because they're reviewing one another's videos on the platform, uh, they actually, they're, they're learning from each other now too, which is uh, a really interesting dynamic. So um, the whole idea was kind of bred out of uh, our fear of public speaking. Hmm. And we thought, you know, what would be a way that we could leverage technology so that, you could have, you know, continuous presentations or, you know, you'd call it, I guess, an oral assessment. And um, it's really challenging for professors to do oral assessments on a regular basis, especially in a larger class. So we got together with some computer science professors and students, and uh, we put together a platform that we feel is, uh, is bringing a great value to the students that are using it now. That's so, yeah. very cool. So, okay, so I I'm going to latch on to this came about because of your own 
fear of public speaking? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you built a public speaking platform. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, a friend of mine and I, we got together and we actually started going to Toastmasters. I don't know if you've ever heard oh, of yeah. those. Yeah. Toastmasters. So um, we thought, you know, this is great. And it actually was helping us quite a bit. And uh, it was helping us not just so much because um, we were we had already left university by that point. So it was really helping us in our careers. And we thought, like, you know, if you could take this value that you get out of Toastmasters, um, but then put it also in with a mix of, you know, a pedagogical function, mm -hmm. it would be great for university students. So mm -hmm. um, that's kind of that's kind of where we're at now. And uh, the technology is still evolving. We're we're coming out with an update that we're going to, you know, hopefully bring more value to the professor and the the student alike. That's awesome. So um, you're, you're currently focused on the college student. Um, are you looking at expanding into, say, high school, possibly even middle school? Yeah, um, we feel that, um, I guess, with, with the technology that we have right now, uh, when it comes to, if you look at it vertically, you know, you can go down with the K to 12, or you can go up and you can go into, you know, career wise, sure. uh, we're, we're more shooting in that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, what we're actually doing because we didn't realize it until students started asking us, they're like, you know, how can I download my videos so that I can put them into an online portfolio Sure. so that sure. I can show employers. Right. And we've had that request so many times that we thought, Hey, why don't we just build that in as a feature? So now we have it, uh, or we're, we're working on it now. It's, uh, it's yet to be released, but um, we're having it so that now all the videos that you're doing as a part of your course are something that you can also showcase to a potential employer to show them that you're not just good on paper, but you know, you're an actual, you're, you're personable and you understand the, the theoretical concepts well enough to apply them, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so that's awesome. So yeah, we're we're kind of going in that direction in, instead of going down to yeah. uh, to K to twelve. So uh, tell me a little bit about like so building like a course and then maybe you know sharing the assessment. Can you give me like a quick you know summation of that? Absolutely. Um, so for professors, what they're doing is it's very easy. They they go in and they register for an account, and uh, we actually have a wizard so that if they're not comfortable with technology, which sometimes is the case. Sure. Um, they can go in and it'll walk them through, you know, start to finish how they can create the course, which takes about five minutes. And uh, from there, they're actually given a uh, auto-generated syllabus that they can hand out or email out to students. And it's the complete, uh, the complete instructions on how the students can log in and link to their course. Hmm. So the rubric uh, it comes with a pre-filled rubric. Um, the students, essentially what they're experiencing is they're going on, they're seeing three subjects that are given to them by their professor. They make a presentation on one of those subjects and they record it, they submit it, and then they have to return and they get to watch their own video, which is very valuable. If you've ever seen yourself on video, you get to kind of pick up on all your quirks and all the things that you... <laughs> need improvement on. Right. Um, but at the same time, so because they're being self-critical of themselves, uh, they're being a lot really introspective, but they also get to be randomly grouped in with three of their peers. Mm -hmm. So 
you get to see the perspectives and understand how well your peers are doing. And every single week, those peer groups are actually uh, shuffling. Oh, good. So you're in a different group every week. And, you know, by the, the start to the end of the semester, you've actually got to present quite a bit. Sure. You've got to improve and you've got to see a, uh, an entire variety of what your classmates have to say about the course material and what is the caliber of you know their presentation skills uh, via video. So you get to kind of use that as a benchmark as a student to, to see how well you can do. So as part of this then, um, I mean, how, let's see, how do I want to say this? Um, you mentioned that throughout the course of the semester, they get to see how they're improving. How does that come about? How do you how do you ensure they actually are improving and they're not um, either stagnating or not regressing? You know that they've picked up some other quirk or something and kind of you know have worked sort of in the way backwards. How does all that tie together? Yeah, that's uh, that's actually a common question that that sometimes comes up when we're talking to professors is. Um, how do you know that the students aren't leading one another astray when it comes to right. their right. understanding of the material? And uh, what we say with that is, um, you know, it, it is good to review them. You don't have to review them all. But uh, in a flipped classroom approach, what some professors are actually doing is, um, let's say it's week two and we're, we're covering chapter two, but in week three, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have the students make presentations on chapter four so that when we come to class on week four, they have already discussed outside of class and heard each other's perspectives on the week four material. And then we're going to talk about it in class. And I'm going to, as a professor, eliminate all that doubt that might have been you know, clouded up during that, yeah. that week. That's so, awesome. There's different approaches. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, but yeah, it, it, it's definite that you guys are taking the, uh, you, you know, the technology that's 25%. You've taken the more approach of what's, what's, what's happening here. What's our ROI on the educational, you know, benefit of this whole thing. That's the big deal. Um, I can tell you I, <laughs> when I was a kid in high school, I couldn't stand in front of a group of people and perform. Um, I'm, I'm, I was a great singer, great musician. I just couldn't do it. And uh, what changed that was jazz. <laughs> so I became a jazz bassist. And um, improvis improvisation is a big deal. And, you know, yes. we all know that, you know, presenting is 50-50. Part of it's improvisation and getting out there and doing that. And this gives someone an opportunity to sit there and watch it. So, like, uh, when I'm practicing, uh, I'm, I've got the Messiah Part 2 coming up here. Yeah, it's that time of year. So yep. I'll sit in front of a mirror and I'll play, you know, with the bow so I can make sure that everything's looking great and that whole bit. And and this is just taking technology, putting in that place so I can review it. The mirror's only going to let me see it one time, you know? Uh -huh. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily have that impromptu element to it. Um, but again, just the, the benefit of being able to review yourself over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, actually, so within the technology, the, the practiced presentations, they never leave the student's local machine. It's only when they actually go to submit a final presentation that it will upload. Um, but again, as a professor, how many times have you told students, you know, hey, if you have nerves and 
you're unsure of uh, your presentation skills, go and stand in front of a mirror or practice in front of your friends. But you don't actually get um, to see a, a true number on how many times did that student do that. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we actually put in a practice counter so that the professor can see how many times did any student make a practice attempt. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's cool. Yeah. So, so there is that element to it, um, as well. And, uh, we actually, I I don't know if you saw the material that I shot over to you there today, but we asked students through a survey that we sent out to a little over a thousand students, uh, that we, we asked them, you know, like what, what is your level of anxiety or nervousness that you feel when presenting online versus what you feel when you actually get up in front of a crowd of your peers? Yeah. And uh, it's the average between all of the respondents was 36%. So it's not to say that it's going to match what you feel when you get up in front of a group of your peers, but um, it's not zero, which is the important right. part. Right. And be- because you don't know who it is that's going to be watching your video after you've submitted it, there mm-hmm. is that still that level of preparation that is needed. So that you don't come across, you know, looking foolish to to your other students that are in your class. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I want to get back to that you mentioned was that um, as the professor is setting up the class, there are three, they get to pick three kind of topics. Is that topics based on what the professor is already teaching or these are topics that you guys provide? Yeah, so they're they're empty, um, they're empty text box. And the professor puts in three topics that are related to whatever the material is that they're covering in nice. that time span. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of professors too, what they'll do is on the rubric portion, like what we have in there as a prefill are things like uh, volume and did the presenter avoid using filler words, et cetera, et cetera, uh, which are, you know, really they're based around uh, presentation. Sure. But what a lot of professors are doing is they're putting in questions like, did this student understand the material well enough to be able to use an example that it hasn't been covered in class? Right. So, um, you know, they'll put that into the question and then they'll actually have each student measure one another on whether or not they've actually applied that. So now it's, it's kind of turned into a bit of an oral assessment at the same time. It's not so much just about the presentation. Right, exactly. Well, and the advantage that, at least if I were a student and and I was handed this and that was part of the evaluation, then if I were an astute student, I would pick up on that fact and go, oh, they're looking for something additional to to what we just covered in class. So I had probably better put that in my presentation if I'm supposed to look for that in somebody else's presentation. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Exactly. So in the grading, options that happen for the instructor there. Um, I guess since the student gets to give themselves a grade and I'm, I'm thinking about that, I was just thinking about, so you're doing all this work and then you get to grade yourself because I mean, and it's funny cause we always grade ourselves hard. Then my peers will grade me. So is there a lot of leeway there for the instructor? Can do, do they give a grade or do they just, is there multiple options there? Yeah. So um, we wanted, so when we came up with it, uh, there wasn't uh, uh, the peer assessment uh, portion of it. It was mm-hmm. just 
students make presentations online and submit them to the professor. The professor said, yeah, this is great, but uh, there's no, you know, I don't have time to right. look at 60 presentations, <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. Every single week. So that's, that's when we came up with the, the peer assessment. And um, we still wanted to include an element in there so that if the professor so chose, they could go back and make an assessment. And in the assessment, it's not just quantitative based on a rubric, but it's also qualitative. So they can give back uh, written feedback to uh, encourage the student to, you know, change this or, hey, you know, you didn't really catch it here. But um, what that, you know, what that empowers the professor to do is maybe if there is a student in their class that doesn't really participate all that often, they can go and look at their presentations to see whether or not that individual student actually gets it. Right. 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 And so do they understand the material? You know, I understand that, you know, the, they might be shy in class, whatever it is. Um, but now I can focus in on the handful of students that I have a concern about and I can provide them with written feedback and then my score will actually, um, so the, the grade that I give back to the student will affect the average between their peers, their own grade, and the grade that I've given them. Yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So along that same line, for the peer grading, digital citizenship, you know, that's a really big deal. Um, and we're pushing it more in secondary school and definitely post-secondary because that's, the digital citizenship aspect was when a student gets into a corporate setting, a lot of companies are now using uh, you know, pieces of software on site to keep running social media you know, internally. I forget what's the one that I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, it starts with an S, doesn't it? Hashtag. Anyway, um, but, you know, they, they run that a lot. And so my, my question is, is that have you guys run into any cyberbullying or anything like that from peer, you know, uh, you know, grading and things like that? That question does come up. Um, yeah. And, and I'll just, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit too, because uh, when the, when you go back, like I'm a student, I go back and I look at my presentation and I look at the evaluations that are given to me, they're actually all anonymous except for the one given to me by my professor. Okay. So a student might think, oh, if I give this evaluation to this, you know, this uh, peer that I don't like, and I, you know, I, I, pepper it with profanity, they're not going to know that it's me. Mm -hmm. But with that, on the professor side, it's not anonymous. <laughs> so the professor can actually see uh, all of the different comments and who is saying what to whom. Yeah. Um, knock on wood, we haven't had one instance of uh, profanity given back, but it, it is a question that comes up sometimes. Sure. And... Um, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I guess maybe it's an inevitability, but uh, yeah. Well, you know, your platform. We haven't had it lends itself yet. to where we all know that you get in the right educational environment, then you're never going to have that problem. You know, everybody's going to mm -hmm. do the right thing. Everybody's going to support everybody, and your platform Absolutely. definitely does that. You know, it gives that support, right. so everybody's like, "Hey, we're all here to get better. We're all here to, mm -hmm. you know, to back everybody up." So it's pretty obvious that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to take this up to the next level then, because as you uh -oh. said, you're you're looking at well, I just mean in terms of as far as your current company focus, you're looking at college and beyond into career. So, are you working with or are there plans to work with 
um, businesses and organizations with their employees who part of their job is public presentation, you know, that, that perhaps um, they've hired some folks and, and that's part of it, you know, yeah, we need you to do some presenting, but they've seen them presenting and say, okay, yeah, we need to work on this a little bit. Are you guys looking along those lines? Uh, yeah. So I guess right now we have a bit of a laser focus on the education sure. industry. And, um, you know, we have, we have a few universities doing, um, analysis on the, you know, what is the efficacy or what is the, the change in the student's understanding of a topic, you know, using this tool or not using this tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of want to prove ourselves in the educational industry more yeah. than anything. Yeah. And, um, I mean, corporate training is, uh, you know, it's huge and video interviewing is huge. And whether it's, you know, whether it's synchronous like this, you know, we're talking over Skype Mm -hmm. or whether it's asynchronous, which is like a recorded video. uh, There is a lot of that, but there are none that cross the chasm between, um, you know, university and then corporate. Sure. So have we had that consideration? Absolutely. Um, do we want to concentrate? Absolutely. So right, right now we kind of want to, you know, we want to prove ourselves and, and gain a critical mass. And, and from there, if, if we decide that we want to go in that direction, then, then yeah, I, I think that there's, you know, there's, um, there's a reason to absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, refresh my memory. How long did you say you guys have been doing this? Uh, so the concept started in and around 2014. Okay. Um, but we've, we've, uh, we've only really, you know, ramped up in our efforts of getting out there and talking to professors in probably about the last year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. So, um, we've gained quite a critical mass, um, in, in that last year and a half, which has been good. Uh, last week we just had our 30,000th presentation on the platform, which is, wow, (laughs) man, but, wow, but. But like I mentioned too, uh, we want to improve the platform so that um, we have, um, you know, more of a more of a value to the professor. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to provide more insights, changes in um, changes in grading, and and you know, what do those mean for different students? Right. And then on the student side, we want to be able to provide more value that you know, be it whether they go further into their education. Mm-hmm. Or whether they decide to go out into the job world, mm-hmm. um, they have a portfolio to be able to do that, right? Right. Well, and and one of the things that um, would be interesting to follow up on this is this is why I, I was trying to refresh my memory about how long it's been around. Um, as as you start to collect, or as you are collecting all of that data, it would be interesting to see the students who have taken part in these types of courses who go on to either more higher ed or they go on to the workforce to be able to do some kind of like longitudinal studies where you say, okay, you know, you had these, you had these courses, you know, basically you had life before these courses, then you had these courses and now you're in the workforce. And what was the impact on, uh, on your what's happening to you now? You know, you're basically, what was the future impact of what you were doing at that time? I think mm-hmm. that would be fascinating to be able to, and I have no idea if that's 
even something you can glean ultimately. But I think that would be fascinating to kind of follow up on and, and follow up with the students who've taken part in those kinds of things. And so to, to talk to that, uh, you, you just kind of made me think um, we're in talks right now with a university of, um, on implementing it into an intro to university course. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if you've, you guys are likely familiar with those courses, but, you know, it's a first year course. which says, you know, this is the important of research. This is how you write. Right. And, and the way that they, you know, they they roll them out to students is they say, you know, you guys obviously know all this stuff, but we're just going to give you a refresher. Right. Whether they do or not, yeah. you know, yeah, they don't, right? they don't, we, we all know. They don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting so, is, is that you're building your own uh, product up for those leaving the university going into the corporate. And, and let's talk corporate, not even corporate, startups. Everyone in a startup has to be a, has to be a salesman. I mean, everyone in a startup has to stand in front of a group of people and tell them about their product and, you know, understand presentation and that whole thing. And, and it's just going to be, and so, you know, I, I use this in my university and then I go on to a startup with 30 people and I go, listen, Hey, this is a great deal. We need to get on board with this because this is what we need to use to, to train ourselves right here. So I, I can see where you're moving that into that area. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. And, and we've actually, um, We've had uh, at the MBA level, but at the undergrad level too, we've had students use it in entrepreneurship courses uh, to improve their pitch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So for for pitch contests, it's you know we oh, have yeah. we have a we have student testimonials that say like this is night and day for you know my ability to express myself succinctly in in all of that right. So yeah. So a couple quick questions and we'll, we'll wrap it up. I'm the, I'm the timekeeper here. If someone wants to try it out, can they go to the website and register and so, maybe do a quick tryout or a freebie? Yeah. Um, we, we try to do it as a consultative process as much as we can. We like mm -hmm. to have a personal touch uh, with any professors that have any type of curiosity. We don't want, we don't want to leave any questions unanswered. Um, so if they have goals specifically, we want to ensure that we are helping them reach those goals. Mm -hmm. Um, so we actually have a, uh, a form right on the very front page. It just says, you know, reach out to us if you're a, an educator, um, name, email address, and we follow up with those. But again, if, if someone is a little more, um, front facing, they want to, they want to go at it on their own, then, uh, there's a registration button. Uh, top right hand corner of the site and they can go and register for a professor account. Awesome. Cool. That's very cool. Well, we yeah. like to wrap up with just exactly what you said, a 45 second elevator pitch, which we also like to use as our sound tag for <laughs> our podcast. So here it is, you know, you know, the, you know, the drill it's 45 seconds. You can do 30, you can do a minute. So you know what I'm, you know I'm going to do? I'm going to pull some, I'm going to pull something up here. Um, okay. Cause I have just that and it's, you know, it, I, I can't boil it down any better. Okay. Um, that's perfect. Yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> even better. Be prepared. <laughs> that's why I used to, as a, until I'm an old man and in the old days I'd write it all on my arm. It would all be written right here, you know? So if I needed it. Just waiting <laughs> for that elevator ride, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like a quarterback, you just rip up his sleeve. Hey, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, 
we seek professors who feel that there's a gap in their students' professional communication skills throughout their post-secondary education. We're on a mission to help students become better communicators. So we developed an online platform where to date, students have submitted over 30,000 recorded video assignments instead of written assignments as a part of their university or college courses. And for professors who recognize a need for students to improve their verbal communication skills, Presenters Podium provides students a safe space for them to verbally explain their answers to questions posed by their professors. Boom. Awesome. That's right. fantastic. That's perfect. Very, man. very cool. Uh, before we let you go, I have to say, and I'm sure you probably get this a lot, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. As a Star Wars fan, you have one of the coolest names ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can only thank my mother and father. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I, I, it did just hit me. <laughs> How do you not see that? <laughs> hey, Harrison, I'm going to tell everybody they can catch you guys on the web at presenterspodium.com. They can also find you um, at P Podium on Twitter. Um, they yes. can find you guys. They can find you at Harrison Edutech on Twitter. Um, any other things you want to share? Uh, Facebook, you guys must have a page. Yeah. Uh, if you just go on Facebook and search for Presenters Podium, we're on there. For the most part, a lot of professors are likely on on Twitter. It seems to be the the cool hangout for the profs. So sure. that's <laughs> that's where we're at. Awesome. Man. Hey, it's been a great interview. I hope you've had a good time. Absolutely. Very cool. Awesome. With you guys. We'll be in touch. And uh, if we're ever at the same conference, we've got to get you to sit down again. So we will, uh, we'll keep in touch with you. We'd love that. Awesome. Hey, thanks, right, Harrison. Cheers. Right, thanks. Thank Have you. a good one, man. See you now. Hey, you're listening to Edutech Guys Radio. Come to you live from Hope, Arkansas. Beautiful Hope, Arkansas. Oof. Nice outside. It was rainy. Uh, we want to thank Harrison uh, Fisher for coming on with Presenters Podium. What a great interview. Uh, we're going to drop out real quick to uh, one of our favorite artists, and that is the uh, the great Nick C. And uh, we'll be right back um, after this. Like a stone My heart is not my own I'm completely old 
hands up when I hear you speak The way my legs turn rubber when you love me down I said, hey, little lover, can you hear me now? Well, I know we have just begun And I'm glad that we can give it a chance Cause ain't no better feeling out and falling in love My heart is not my own It's sinking like a stone, not completely Music from Nick C, completely yours here on Edutech Guys Radio. Thank you guys so much for listening, tuning in, and uh, checking out everything that's uh, happening here on today's show. And um, yeah. I just want to talk real quick uh, about some uh, <laughs> things that we have uh, coming up. My so. obligatory, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, good stuff, David. Yeah. Keep talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be on Ed Chat Interactive. <laughs> On March 15th, and we're going to be talking about the politics of education, and uh, that's hosted through uh, Mitch Weisberg's uh, EdChat Interactive Initiative. So, uh, that's oh boy, be... the politics of education. <laughs> David's <laughs> draining it because he knows how I can get. <laughs> like, this is going to be you are you you will see quite literally. It, it's it is a video interactive EdChat. Um, you will see a side of the EduTech guys that you have never seen before. Hey, and then the very next day on the 16th, we'll be broadcasting live from the East Conference in beautiful Hot Springs, Arkansas. So you want to catch that and uh, be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's going to be cool. We're, we're, we're a little busy and it's starting to roll in because it is the beginning of spring. So watch the website and check out the rolling. show. <laughs> <laughs> <is rolling. laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll be doing lots of stuff. Hey, you know what time it is? It is time for Google Tip of the Week. Um, <laughs> nice. Thank you. You're welcome. I thought I would add a little. We're gonna something keep to growing it. that. Are we? Soon we'll have a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That's not really a guitar. That's a little Casio. You know. So, Casio. No, some some really great stuff happened this week. Now, I'm a huge user of Google Keep. And if you're not using Google Keep on your device, um, it's it's something to get used to. So you you do have to kind of make yourself do it. But what Google Keep is, is it's a note take. We'll just say it's a note taking app and just a quick summary of what it does from Google. So you can sign in with your Google user or multiple Google users and you can save web clippings and pictures, anything you need to save or you can take notes. And what's really cool is you can share it with other Google users that are also using Keep so they can see that now. Cool. Google took it to the next level. Uh, so now inside Docs, you can actually go up to the top and you can go to Tools. And you can in, underneath Tools, you will see a thing that says Keep Notepad. And if you click the Keep Notepad, it opens up the Keep Notepad on your right-hand side so that you can see all of your notes or you can even take a note right there. So what's really cool is you can grab anything over there and drag it directly into the work that you're working in. Yes. Add to document. So, um, or you can say, well, open that and keep, cause I just want to take this piece out and paste it in or, but yeah, now you can grab anything that's over there. You can drag it over and you can drop it in. So that makes it very handy dandy. 
And uh, you, I just drag drug it into our show notes so David could see where it popped in right there. I, maybe he can. So uh, I, I was watching the demo. So yes, yeah, I see. Oh. Really cool stuff. Um, I highly recommend you take a look at Google Keep. Um, it's a wonderful way to keep notes on iOS and Android. On iOS, it's right down there with a cute little uh, rectangle with the arrow on it. You hit it under your more. You'll see it in your list of you know send it in a message. There's Google Keep. Boom. It, it lets you open a window like it would in Twitter or anything. You can make a couple notes, say, tell it which account inside your Google you want to save it to and save it to Google Keep. And then boom, when you're getting your notes together or you're putting together a presentation, you can put it inside your Google Docs. Dude, dude. I thought that was a pretty good one for today. That's very cool. Yeah, we're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, we're getting prettier, so. I don't know about that. I am. But, uh... <laughs> Oh, and I tell you guys, I was going blind. No, <laughs> at least by my voice, it sounds pretty. Hey, listen, check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. Drop down to the bottom of the page. You can fill out the contact form and get in touch with us anytime. Also, the best way to find us is hop on Twitter, follow us, message us. We'll get right back with you. We share lots on Twitter. Uh, we try to keep the old Twitter at least full of eight to 10 good things on education every yeah. day. Uh, great article out there right now. Um, if you want to check it out on Edutech guys from David and uh, I highly recommend it, not just because he's one of my good friends and the co-host of this show and the <laughs> smartest person I know on the face of the planet. Uh, but it's make most out of your Twitter with TweetDeck. Uh, we use TweetDeck a lot. So I highly recommend you take a look at it. It's kind of a nice get you into it and tell you what the power of it is. TweetDeck is free. It is owned by Twitter. And you can just go to TweetDeck.com and pull it up. But first, go to EduTechGuys.com and read the blog. There you go. Read the blog. Hey, it's been a lot of fun. I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. And you know what? We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site is programmed for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it all, all but, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.